Hello everyone, welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on November 25th of 2022, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. So, we do know, in fact, what is going to be coming in uh, Toonami uh, this week. It's going to be uh, reruns. <laughs> They're going to be rerunning the My Hero Academia stuff we just saw. So, um... I'm left wondering, like, is this in preparation for watch for showing us season six? Is that what they're going to be trying to do? Because if that is it, then I'm surprised they haven't announced it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense, but um, I don't know. So yeah, I, I don't. I'm just wondering what is um going on with that um so we still don't know what the um what the new series will be if there will be one i mean i guess they could they could just move um stuff forward half an hour and do what two one piece episodes again yeah they could um yeah so well i guess we'll uh just get into um uh, it. Um, so we got Made in Abyss episode 16. Um, so they end up going into, um, so they end up kind of going around the village and, uh, stuff. Uh, and we, there's all the other, like, people who were turned into the weird things. Um, we find out that there it's all about you know giving value to things or whatever uh someone like we get some more weird like sort of stuff um that i i guess um like you know when uh what's the name of their uh, well well so first we have the stuff where they eat the food and then riku gets sick and has to um go to the bathroom really badly so we mm-hmm. get that sort of thing, and yeah, then there's some other stuff. It's just like, okay, I, I guess you just have to put it in there. <laughs> um, anyway, they end after someone um, uh, grabs uh, like ends up injuring their uh like their pet. Um, it makes because of that, it then has to pay for the value with, with Rico not really knowing anything about what was going on. It's just like, well, I know I. I I don't want to, like, put a value on it, which means that it's considered super valuable, so they end up not only getting, um, not only does the person who did that get basically shaken down for all their money and possessions, they also rip off some out some of their organs. Mm-hmm. So, that was kind of brutal, and weirdly, like, the characters just seem like, man, whatever about it. Yeah. It's like, they're just like, well, we got money, I guess, out of it. Anyway, so they have all that stuff. Then there turns out there's going to be, well, someone's showing up at the village named, um, I can't remember what they called them, but so Reg ends up going out to look for that. And then he, um, yeah, so then he goes to see and sees the people that showed up. And then we go back to the flashback characters that we saw in the first episode. Uh, for mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, they show up for like a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I was 
a little confused what the point of that was. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know exactly what it was. I mean, I guess we're, I assume we're going to get that stuff, like we're going to get more into the backstory of that, but it is a little weird the way it's being told, I guess. I wonder, I wonder if it was like this in the manga, or if maybe they, they like, you know, did more of a full flashback, and, and like, then the, the, anime is like interspersing it i have no idea i haven't read it but it just mm -hmm. did make me wonder a little um yeah yeah so i don't anything to say about it uh it was a pretty good episode not great but i thought it was good yeah i kind of wonder if um this is just a series because the movie I thought was so much more interesting than the first season. And I'm wondering, okay, is it because the movie was better or is it because they just put it all into one go instead of splitting it up among 13 uh, different episodes? Yeah. Good point you have there. Um, Cause I'm thinking would I have liked the movie as much if it was split up. Mm hmm. But yeah, I, I guess we're moving along with the plot at least, which is uh, more than, which was a lot more than we were doing at this point in season one. Right. Yeah, we were like, we were beginning to begin to get to the beginning. Mm -hmm. And and it took about 10 episodes to finally begin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see. We've, um... So, yeah, I guess that's it for that. Um, all right, then we get Yashihime episode uh, 39. So, yeah, so our main characters meet Inuyasha and Kagome, um, uh, finally. Well, we met Kagome last episode, but here's Inuyasha. Anyway, we find out some stuff. Let's see. Uh, they have been watching Moraha grow up because they can do that, apparently, <laughs> where the place they're from, which I guess is a convenient way so, to explain how they know what she looks like. <laughs> um, so Shomaru seems all defeated and stuff, and then Kirin Maru's like, ah, I'm going to beat you um, now. But um, And then he explains how he detaches his arm and sends it to the future as a person, and then that person is telling him what's happening in the future. And, uh, okay. But apparently their comet is going to show up again on Earth, and he's going to be like, I'm going to destroy it because I want to fight it, and, um... Or something like that, which I guess would save people, but maybe it wouldn't because he was gonna—I don't know—he was gonna do something bad. I can't remember exactly um, what. And um, then, meanwhile, the other characters are like, uh, you know, okay, so how are we gonna get out? Well, uh, we've got the Ten Sega, and that will somehow do it. <laughs> they haven't they didn't i don't think we actually saw them do anything with it they just said man if only we had the 10 sega well what do you know we have the 10 mm -hmm. sega and then it just showed like some stuff with shomaru and kirimaru for the rest and then shippo showed up oh yeah shippo oh yeah i forgot to mention shippo he did um show up it's like 40 episodes into the series <laughs> 
pretending to be an old fox whenever mm -hmm. he still looks like he actually looks, you know, normal. Well, first but we he, see him as an old guy. Then he turns right. into like this older, this like per, not old guy, but older person than we remember from the original series. And like, oh, that's it. Except that was a disguise too. And he really yeah. just looks about the same as he did before. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun moment whenever mm -hmm. Shippo showed up. Unfortunately, it's taken so long for him to finally get to be part of this. But I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, the whole Inuyasa and Moraha reunion, that was a touching moment. I... I uh, thought it was a little convenient for them to suddenly have a way out just like that. But like what you said, it's like, oh, they have the Tetsega. What do you know? And now they can get out. But, you know, I, I thought it was still a pretty good episode. Hmm. Yep. Not much else to say there. Um... So then we've got One Piece episode, um, let's see, 596, now just, um, hang on, my, um, internet's acting all wonky all of a sudden, although it seems to be fine here, it, it's just, is it just the browser that's, um, Doing it one sec. Let me just check to see if I um can uh, get this to. Huh, I guess it's just a browser. I opened another one and now it's fine. Okay, so that uh, brief bit of a uh, digression aside, uh, one piece. So uh, we've got the big like the monster blob monster thing called Smiley. Um, mm -hmm. or the smooths, as you might call it. Um, <clears throat> then we, uh, o OG smooths, the, the one from the original My Little Pony series, not, not the later Friendship is Magic version, but, uh, so they're fighting, um, that and stuff. They end up, oh yeah, the, but the Marine guys end up, uh, finding Luffy and stuff and except, you know, because Conveniently, Smoker and Tashigi's bodies got switched. They're much weaker against Luffy. Um, then they, um, yeah, so they've got this stuff there. And uh, and then, like, Caesar Clown does pop up. And then Luffy just randomly kind of grabs him. It's just like, well, that was sudden. That's the yeah. uh, big stuff I remember. Yeah, it didn't feel like all that much happened here. Yeah, that's why I was that's why I was trying to make sure I could get to the the thing to look at the episode synopsis so I could remember. Um, uh, and I was like, okay, what what did happen? Okay, now I'm remembering what happened. But yeah, I mostly remember you know them trying to kill the thing, de defeat the thing with fire, even though it's on a ship and they're on a wooden ship. Why would you try to use fire to defeat something while you're on a wooden ship? 
Yeah. Anyway, that's um, one piece. Uh, yeah, I don't really have that much else to say. Yeah, just a very nondescript episode. Not really uh, having all that many big moments to it. Yeah, we've um, then got the other thing to... Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so that's our tsunami stuff. Uh, I guess we can talk about the other things, including hopefully us figuring out what we want to add to our thing um, when we get to those, because we watched one more episode of each of those series. Uh, so do you want to talk about those ones, or do you want us to be talking about the like the stuff that's already on the regular schedule first? Let's go with JoJo first. Alright, so we got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean episodes 11 and 12. So, episode 11, we have them uh, still fighting the guy with the zero gravity stand. Uh, they managed to beat him. We ha And um, in a bit that makes it feel like the author of Made in Abyss suddenly uh, took over. There's a part <laughs> where Jolene has to really go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was going to mention something about that. I was like... Yeah, this, this, <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> it, it's such a weird thing because it has nothing to do with the plot. I know. I know. <laughs> the fact that we're laughing about it, just, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, Basically, they managed to beat the guy, um, and Jolene's like, you know, okay, now I gotta get this disc over to the courtyard. She manages to, well, first she encounters another uh, guy who's being uh, controlled. Well, first she encounters a guy who is Pale Snake, but she doesn't know it's him, um, and he has to, and he like lets her through because he doesn't want to give away his identity or anything. He, um, but be, also because he got someone to try to kill. Um, her, but she manages to survive it. Uh, weather forecast or uh, or weather report. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably going to be very like I'm probably going to be for some characters using the original names, and in some characters use the like the trademark friendly ones. Mm -hmm. So friendly. Uh, so uh, I wasn't even saying friendly. Sorry. Weather forecast was um manages to like make it because he can manipulate the weather i thought it was just like more regular like like smaller stale stuff but no he can like literally make it rain toads and can make it rain um like poisonous uh toads also mm. so that's a very specific thing like how do you how do you get the toads there you can control the weather sure but how do you get them all there though aren't those like from south america <laughs> in any event that manages to uh, defeat guys, and Jolene manages to survive it, and she gets the thing to the messenger, which it turns out is just a carrier pigeon, um, the, mm -hmm. the disc. So they got the disc to start platinum to Jotaro, although it still doesn't have his memory or anything, so, you know, I don't know how what much that actually did. And uh, mm -hmm. then, uh, so ultimately we managed to have Jolene, yep, she... Uh, survives, although she's injured, and um, 
she might end up getting more punishment for an escape. It was not entirely clear if that was what their conclusion was, but, uh, and yes, that was our, um, episodes. Mm-hmm. Also, there is a, a post credit sequence on episode 12, and I don't know if there have been those in any previous episodes. I only noticed it because I happened to see that in, like, an episode synopsis I was reviewing, and I was thinking, why are you doing that on Netflix? Netflix literally tries to get you to skip the credits. Yeah, yeah. It's like the worst platform to have a post credit sequence on. So, um, these were decent episodes. I think the uh, first was, I don't know, I wasn't really liking this, the zero gravity stand battle thing as much as a lot of the other stand um, battles uh, in this series so far. Um, but I don't know, I guess the later stuff in the second episode was a little more interesting. Also, I remember how the guy was, um, to keep himself calm, was counting prime numbers. And I can actually give <laughs> a <laughs> I can do that because I can actually rattle off the early prime numbers because when I was a kid, did you ever play Number Munchers? Nah. Okay, so it was this game, and the thing was that you were this little. There were all these squares, you know, kind of like a chessboard almost, and you could I like play, move. I played Word Munchers. Okay. So you know how it works. It's like that, yeah. except numbers. And the one that me and my siblings would always play the most was where you the you could only eat the prime numbers. So, you know, it starts in the early levels. It just gives the low ones, and then it starts getting higher, and, you know, the bigger prime numbers. So we start ended up memorizing what were the prime numbers pretty quickly. So, you know, I can go 2, 3, 5, 7, 11, 13, 17, 19, 20... Um, three, twenty, and you know, so on. Um, I, I, I can't. I, I think I kind of get a little stuck after the forties because that was usually when we ended up losing our lives or losing interest in the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that's a little random. That that gave me a little nostalgia when I, to when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So, so why why was he rattling off? Uh, it was just. Friends? It was just his way of keeping himself calm. It feels like an excuse for something else, you know? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was... Uh, it, it did seem like that was just... That was the explanation we gave. He wanted to call, keep himself calm, so he decided to try to count via uh, prime numbers to keep his mind occupied, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, these episodes, I I came to a realization that these episodes could be described with one word, bizarre. Mm. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, yes, it's very bizarre, and that's the best I can describe them. Mm. Well, I guess we'll find out next time what the uh, follow-up and, um, like, I guess, uh, what's the right word? Um, Repercussions of this, I guess, end up being, if anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, JoJo is, is, between stand battles, it usually will frequently just reset everything. Like, Mm -hmm. um, then again, I guess this season they don't have someone who can just, like, 
cure everything for you. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you got your like tongue sliced off? Eh, it's okay. We have we can give you a replacement. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that was um, a, yeah. So those were the episodes. I still. It, it was so weird because, like, it, it, I want to return to that part. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. And they spent so much time on it explaining the situation. You know, like, saying, oh, zero gravity makes you have to urinate. During, um, I'm not sure that's true. Uh, but that was just kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Then we got Spy Family, episode 17. Um, so most of this is just, uh, at the school where Anya and Damien end up being paired together in some project to make a sort of arts and craft thing based on animals. Um, Anya kind of screws stuff up, but it's fine because the judges misinterpret what was actually going on with, um, what they um, did and thinks it's amazing. Um, then we just have, uh a brief little thing about uh, Lloyd's boss um, called the Full Metal Lady. Uh, I'm going to assume that was supposed to be a reference to Full Metal Alchemist. Or maybe not, I don't know. Um, but And then, uh, yeah, that was basically it, aside from a brief like post-credits joke thing about uh, Yuri uh, being really... Uh, like resilient because he had to eat yours cooking and got um, kind of accidentally beaten up by her as a kid. Yeah, um, this episode I found to be pretty boring. Um, I, I'm a little annoyed with Anya's voice because it's becoming harder and harder to understand what she's saying. And uh, I, I just, what I should do is put on the subtitles. But um, Crunchyroll doesn't have subtitles for the dubs. Oh, yeah. No wonder. Um, yeah. It. I mean, aside from maybe that last thing about the guy eating the food, that was kind of funny, but it was also kind of the stereotypical, you know, Japanese women can't cook thing. And uh, that that's kind of like a stereotypical thing. Um, yeah, just not really into the, this episode. Well, I thought the first part, I thought there were some funny bits there. I always like, um, find Anya's random fantasies to be, uh, funny. That, that was, um, good. We got a little more development on, uh, Damien. It was kind of funny when you see his sort of fantasy thing and it's like much less goofy than Anya's. And yes, her voice, I was going to bring that up. In this season, she is much harder to understand. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, um... Like, in the, I mean, it's not like it's a bad performance. It's actually, like, pretty good that she's able to, uh, impressive she's able to do Anya's voice like that. The problem right. is, I'm, it, this is stuff I'm supposed to be understanding is the issue. Mm-hmm. 
Like if yeah. this was a, if this was like you know a brief thing a character might do at occasionally where you don't really need to understand it, but it's so constant. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching um, uh, part of the episode, and my one of my relatives they heard it and said that ep- this, whatever you're watching sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I kind of hope that af- that they do go back more to season one on you because that was perfectly fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, in fact, I kind of like the way she's sounding season two. The way it's a little more, I guess, like childlike. I kind of like that. I just think they went too far with it. If we had like a little midpoint, that would be the best for me. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I agree. It's just, it's so hard to understand what he's saying. And you're right. I, I tried to put on subtitles and couldn't because Crunchyroll doesn't allow them for whatever reason. Uh, I, I guess it just might be, I mean, I think it might just be X, the like the extra work required for, um, that they just don't want to pay that although i can't imagine it would be that expensive um well but don't they have subtitles for you know the japanese version true but i i think but you do when you're doing it like the captions for it would still be extra stuff for the english and they might just be thinking well people can understand it normally i'm just a little i'm honestly more um annoyed when the the times where they have japanese text on screen and they sometimes don't bother to put up any translation mm-hmm. yeah I, I realize that the dub is totally different from what subtitles are but at least if we had that at least we'd have an idea of what's being said you know yeah, that that that's actually an issue I've noticed sometimes. It's not usually not the case with so when you're watching on Netflix for JoJo, the, the subtitles mm-hmm. in English they match up with the English dub. That's fine. But I've noticed that for other languages, if you like turn on the Spanish like dialogue and then you put on the Spanish subtitles, the subtitles will not match the dialogue they're saying. It will be they it's a case where they put the span they have the Spanish subtitles and those are for the Japanese thing. That's like the translation they have for that. It's like the regular subtitles on like something that's not dubbed on Crunchyroll. And mm-hmm. that, but then the the dub itself in like Spanish. And I assume this is the case for the other languages, but I don't know them well enough to be able to you know tell figure out how well the dialogue is matching those. Um, the other language, but then so you're you're trying to watch it, and you the dialogue is the dub. But the subtitles is for the Japanese one, so obviously the basic meanings are going to be the same. But you're still going to have different stuff being shown um, there, which is a little annoying. It would be, it would be like, whoa, what was that? Text message. Oh, okay. Um, the English. It would be like if you were watching the English dub, and then the subtitles were, you know, what you would see if you were watching the sub of the Japanese is what I'm saying. And yeah. All right. So we've got, uh, so last time we had several series we were thinking of starting to watch here and that we were, and when we, and then when it came time to decide, we were like, I don't know, we'll put it off until next week. 
mm-hmm. and then watch another episode of each of those. So I guess we can um, discuss those. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll start out. We've got, uh, let's see. Right. So here we have, let me just pull um, this up. Right. Uh, Chainsaw Man episode three. Before anything else, I want to uh, uh, fix something. Last episode, I started saying something and then chain and then said, Oh, wait, I need to say this thing and never returned to what I was saying before. And just in case, for all anyone who was curious, when I was talking about jokes, I was trying to refer to the part where he uses the axe to um kill the monster and he claims it was because he wanted it to be like more uh less painful but then you find out he just did it because he didn't want to splatter blood on the guy's dirty magazines so he could steal them all right so there you go with that that's what i was talking about in case anyone was wondering anyway back to it here so um basically uh power says that she that her pet uh got kidnapped by this other demon this bat devil and uh wants Denji to try to um, save it, and he's not interested until she says, well, you know, you can grope me. And he's like, I'll do it! And uh, then he goes, and uh, then he ends up going there. Come, uh, You know, it turns out she actually was luring him there to do uh, so that, um, in return for getting the cat back, so then the big battle between him and the monster, and the devil thing starts up, and um, uh, oh yeah, the bad guy, you know, decides to betray them, so he eats uh, Power and the cat, but Denji, you know, gets them r- rescued out of there, and uh, then they're still fighting at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, when I was looking at this, I was again kind of... I am. St- I know this is going to be repeating everything I said last time, but I'm watching this and I'm thinking, okay, I'm kind of enjoying this, because I know where a lot of this stuff goes, but if I hadn't read the rest of the manga, I probably wouldn't be liking this that much. Because... Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, a, a bunch of, like, there's a few kind of funny jokes. There is, like, a funny thing where Denji's, like, going through this fighting and is just complaining about how he's doing all this just because he wants to, um, to, like, uh, to, <laughs> to you know, gra- be able to touch Powers' chest and stuff. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, a which was kind of funny, although that's also really the main joke of the episode. So the fact they just use it there, and um, but but yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I I still enjoyed it, but again, I I keep looking at it. And I'm thinking, yeah, I probably would be if not for that. And again, I want to mention I wasn't that big on the manga either at first. I'd be thinking, oh man, uh, well, why did everyone hype the series up? Yeah, I really didn't like it at all, and I can't figure out why this show is so popular. I mean, is it just because it's a chainsaw, and that's, I guess, cool? Is it because it's got a lot of gross-out violence? Is that why people like it? Is it because the main character is perverted and people like that? I don't know. I don't know why people like this show because I have found it to be terrible in the first three episodes. And um, I there's no no redeeming qualities of the show, really. I, I'm 
completely stunned that this is the most popular show of the season. Well, um, well, I, I thought some of the jokes were funny, and it's annoying because like I really like Power's character. She's a lot of fun, but we don't get to, except for maybe a bit in the previous episode, we don't get to see the stuff that makes her fun yet. We don't, we don't get like, we're not at the part where she like, and now where she, um, says, where she, um, like says, oh, what exactly did she say? She says something where her plan is. She says, I'm going to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Then I'll use that to, um, to, as a springboard to be elected prime minister. And then to make humans suffer, I'll implement a 100% sales tax. Just crazy stuff like that. And I don't know if that actually worked the way I said it, but in context, it was really funny, I thought. And, um, I mean, as someone who really does like the manga series, I can say what works for me is the fact that there actually is, like, the, some some of the characters are kind of, I got um really into. There's actually some pretty good comedy um and stuff and uh like and uh I those are like the big reasons I uh, there it's also often really unpredictable and those are like some of the big reasons I like it. There's just like a lot of uh good stuff. I really do like a lot of the comedy and I'm like again thinking, man, I am these are not showing any of the reasons I like the series. Mm -hmm. And, but of course I'm talking about why I like the series having seen later stuff. Again, I didn't like this series that much at first and quit reading it. Then I came back and I was like, Oh, this is more interesting. Um, like I get like to explain some things with Denji's pervertedness that actually does get resolved in a few episodes because uh, you, you know, a bit that's actually pretty funny. So remember he's doing all this stuff. Cause like power said, Oh, you can like, you know, um, like grab my chest or something if you do. So we actually end up w resolving this and she's like, you know, in gratitude. Okay. You can do that. You can uh, grab me like three times. And then he does except He's completely underwhelmed by the experience and actually gets depressed over it. And it's actually really funny. And uh, the, after that, you know, that part of his character is mostly gone. Uh, but, uh, but again, um, yeah, when I think about all the stuff I like in the series, it is later on. So, um, mm -hmm. like... I really like power and I'm just thinking, man, none of the stuff that we've made me like these characters is here yet mm -hmm. in terms of why it's super popular among other people. I mean, I know a lot of people read the manga. The manga is the manga is kind is in English kind of crazy popular because even before the anime came out, this was like the second most read thing on Manga Plus behind all... Like, this beat out My Hero Academia and Jujutsu Kaisen. Why? Only one, only one Piece beat it. And now Chainsaw, now that the anime's out, Chainsaw Man is the most read thing on Manga Plus. Yeah, but why? I mean, for the re... Um, for like at least for me i just think i just think uh kind of like the characters and a bunch of the uh comedy to me actually is pretty funny it's just when i when i'm it's just all the stuff i like about it comes later mm -hmm. um just like stuff like when um this bad guy is trying to re has the power of mind reading and is fighting denji and then it's try thinking 
Um, the problem is I know I'm going to say this and it's not going to sound as funny because it's the execution that makes it work. But I like it mm-hmm. where they're thinking, oh, okay, I know. I'll just read his mind and I'll be able to beat him. And then Ru finds out Denji isn't even thinking about the fight at all. He's just trying to think of the most natural way to use the fight to reveal his identity as Chainsaw Man. Um, Just a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I like it. But in terms of the anime so far... I have kind of liked it, but again, I feel, I'm always saying the same thing. I feel it really is because I have better context for a bunch of this stuff. And I know that it does go someplace with a lot of it. So basically you got to put a real commitment into the series. If you want to enjoy it. I mean, I wouldn't. Possibly. I don't know exactly what I'd be thinking if I were to just be watching the anime. In terms of why people are really liking the anime, when, again, I've been saying, well, I uh, like new people, I'm going to just guess a lot of people just get into it because, you know, like there's like violence and, you know, some like uh, kind of, I, I guess because it's more edgy in a way, but at the same time, it doesn't take it self that seriously weirdly kind of like a tokyo ghoul that i described it once it's like a tokyo ghoul that has a sense of self-awareness and tokyo ghoul was popular and you have a series that does that but with self-awareness and that's something a lot of people like and even though right now we're only seeing like kind of some of the beginning stuff of um it i i think it's kind of a series where that sort of stuff got managed to make it got enough people in to like it and then you know when it kind of deepened a bit you know that got more people Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't see it right now i mean i i thought three episodes in i'd be able to find something about it that i like but honestly there's not anything about it that i like i i I'm just kind of puzzled. I'm like, okay, is it because it's so cool that a guy turns into a chainsaw? Is that the reason why people like this so, so much? I, I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's some of that. I, I might have a little more. We've been spending a lot of time on this. Let's move on to the next thing, and then at the end, I guess we can talk. Uh, I, I might have a few extra things to say, but... Um, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. Uh, you. I guess we can talk um, Blue Lock next, or... Yeah, yeah, Blue Lock. Okay, so in this one, we find out the more specific rules for, like, the team battle thing we're going to have they're going to have so the rules are there's going to be a round robin between like the five um like teams although was it five how exactly was it um working because there's 11 people or was it was that the amount they had in in each one yeah there's 11 per team yeah yeah but that would make but there's five teams but we know there's 275 people so 11 times 5 is 55 so does that maybe they're just if, divide well what's 55 times 25 
No, no, no. I mean, 11 times five is 55. I think, oh. I think the when they're saying the five teams, if I remember correctly, there were multiple sort of parts in this. And then there's like five teams within each of those, um, things. So, uh, right, right. There's yeah. five, there's five teams of five, five okay. groups of five. Yes. Okay. So now I get five, it. That, five times five times 11. Yeah. Yeah. So that equals 275. Okay. I got it. I'm just, I just can't do math. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, could I, uh, was suddenly thinking, oh man, if we're only having two of these things, it seems like they're really cutting the number down quick. But if it's just like, okay. So we find out that we're going to have round robin. The top, the two teams that do the best will advance and the top score from each of the losing teams will also advance. So this, of course, immediately causes the the teamwork to fall apart as uh, everyone wants to be the one to score so that if their team loses, they can advance. Uh, our main characters' team is not able to do so well, but the opposing team does uh, pretty well after they get a score and they manage, everyone managed to work out, oh, it's all a psychological thing. If you manage to score first, then you will like be able to get everyone to rally around, but they don't really figure that out in time to win. And uh, then there's, um, yeah, so they end up losing that. And uh, then there's some talk about the stuff and uh, there's a whole lot, there's a bunch of shirtless um scenes so i i guess this must be fan service for the girls um and uh then and then they're going to go into their next game and maybe hopefully do better uh-huh uh yeah i i really liked that i thought it was a good way of showing the necessity of the teamwork even in a situation where you weren't exactly, you know, trying to be a a team player, you know, you, it was like, you, you know, you're you're doing this for an individual purpose, but in order to advance, you have to work as a team to get there. So it's kind of like Survivor in a lot of ways, you know, Survivor, you have your alliance, you have your tribe. And you kind of work with other people, but ultimately you're all you're doing it all just for yourself. So I thought this was a great way of showing that and showing how trying to go on your own just doesn't work. And it, it was pretty funny to see some of these crazy characters who were just like morons. That that was kind of funny, and. And some of them who were really nasty. So, uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I um, I like where it's going, and you know, it clearly worked because Japan beat Germany two to one in the first game of the World Cup. <laughs> well, yeah, I, th- I think I remember hearing something about that, and people were making jokes about it in regards to Blue Lock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a fun episode. I actually setting the the premise that he had where um was interesting in that, you know, if your team lose 
you want to work with the it gives you the incentive wanting to work the team to win so that your team won't be eliminated but simultaneously make gives you sort of the incentive to try to be a ball hog and stuff uh, um to make sure you aren't eliminated if they are and i'm like oh yeah that sounds that's kind of like the sort of thing i might even see in there's um uh, you've never heard of it. It never got an anime, but there was this manga called Liar Game, and it was all about like people going through these sort of tech, these sort of games that kind of a lot of times had that sort of um, like psychological element to them, um, and uh, such. Um, so yeah, this was this definitely was um. Uh, fun uh the weird sort of i i uh, like fan service i mean i assume this stuff was done as fan service for uh like the girls i i i i remembered that um haiku for example had a apparently had a big like female fan base so you know you have the cute um guys get sweaty in sports well that brings in um the female demographic and if you make sure they're shirtless or in one case simply <laughs> naked uh, that would definitely work uh, even better. So yeah, good good um, uh, series, uh, good episode that made me really interested in where it goes. Okay, so then we got last one of them, Ruby Ice Queendom episode um, three. Uh, so this one is. Um, Let's see, there's some stuff in which I guess, oh, well, you know, people have to work better as a team and stuff. And uh, and we find, the others find out about Blake being, uh, I don't know, whatever that uh, the group that has the animal ears are. Um, then there's some stuff, and I think this is the parts that is leading into the other rest of this series, but wasn't in, like, the original series about, like, the stuff getting the weird sort of i don't know what they called it but the thing that's like showing up on people's necks it gives them that like apparently gives them some kind of nightmare thingy or whatever and there's that so um yeah anything yeah that was the big stuff in the episode hold on i'm i got distracted here for a second um, so what are we talking about again? I'm sorry, uh, we, I got distracted. Oh, uh, we, we were talking about Ruby's Ice Queen oh, okay. episode three. Yeah, so basically, uh, I like how Weiss, uh, was, you know, wanting to do things on her own and not wanting to get along with the team and then realizing, I don't know, it was kind of, it was kind of like Blue Lock. <laughs> I mean, they kind of realized they have to work as a team. I still don't understand why the yellow girl is there because she kind of seems to be useless right now. Like, it, it seems to only be Ruby Weiss and Blake as the important characters so hopefully she does something but um yeah i like the dynamic between weiss and ruby of how uh they don't like each other and i could have sworn i i knew who these voice actresses were but when i looked them up i'm like nope never heard of any of them so um yeah i i thought it was a pretty good episode 
Yeah, in terms of the voice actors, they were um, they were mostly not really. They they kind of a lot of them I think kind of started out with in, in Ruby and stuff because the voices we have here again Ruby was originally this web and this anime inspired internet um web series and then when they decided to make the anime they were like okay well let's just have all the people from the original series dub it mm -hmm. um so it's so we're not getting the usual sort of group of, of for people for the dub. Mm -hmm. um there, there's like a few people that um you know like uh like i'm i'm glancing over the voice um cast yeah like j michael tatum was um someone in uh them but yeah for the most part it's it's, it's a different it's not the usual like groups and stuff mm -hmm. so when it was folk on the stuff that I think was your original uh, like stuff, yeah, that was okay. Uh, I it, I was a less interested in all like the stuff where they're talking about oh nightmare stuff, and I was like oh that's less interesting. And uh, that's I think the stuff that they added for this series that wasn't in the original. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right. Yeah. So um, I guess we 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 kind of put off on it. Do you have any idea thoughts on what we might want to choose to keep going with? Um, um I'm kind of torn actually. I'm pretty torn between, uh, Ruby and blue lock. And I think I'm just going to probably end up watching both of them, even if we don't do it on this podcast. So, yeah, uh, I've, Sorry, keep going. So yeah, I I don't know if I really have a preference. I just I like both of them. I I think both of them have made significant progress in three episodes. You know, this three episode rule really is a thing because I I I I noticed that it whenever I watch something and I watch three episodes and it isn't good. Like I never end up liking the thing by episode 13 or anything. I can't think of a single anime where I hated it for, for the first three episodes. And then suddenly it's like, Oh man, this is great. Well, maybe I can't remember. How, so. do, you, how do you mean by like hated? Do you mean just being apathetic or do you mean actively really disliking it? Both. <laughs> uh, okay, because I can toss out an example: Black Clover. Weren't, weren't you like pretty like meh on it, and we kind of stopped watching it, and then later on we you kind of started watching it because well we just started watching more stuff on Toonami, and you got much more into it. No, I'm saying three episodes. Oh, so I'm saying the three episode rule because we watched Black Clover for about. I don't know, twenty some episodes before I got bored with it. So no, it Black Clover doesn't fall in that category. But this is the three episode rule where if you don't like something through the first three episodes, you're not gonna like it, you know, thirteen episodes in or twenty six episodes or whatever. So I think it's a pretty good rule to have. 
Um, now, there are things that have managed to start out good and turn out bad. Um, there was something, in fact, I was going to bring up, but I can't remember what it is. Um, man, what? There is something. There was something I wanted to tell you that. Oh, man. Naruto? Bleach? Or those are like the big ones I can think of where you, where people like, oh, it had a great start, but then it got kind of worse as it went on. Yeah, um, I'm racking my brain. There was something this week where I said I was going to say this second season is as bad as Glee. And um, I can't remember what so that was. Um, what was it? Uh, I Maybe know. I can find it on my Twitter. I don't know. What series have you been... Uh, I, I know you've been watching Survivor and Lego Masters. Was was it one of them, or... Hold on. Well, while you try to figure it out, I, I, I might as well weigh in on the series. Because um, I had some thoughts... So, of so with Chainsaw Man, I do think that you might end up actually coming around on it if we keep going, but I think it would probably not be for a while. Like I said, I turned around on it, but it took, uh, it was, I think the point where I rejoined it, if I'm remembering correctly, would be something that would be in season two. So it might almost be kind of like if you, you want to check it out again, maybe it would be better to like just, you know, put it aside and then maybe if season two comes out, check out something then. Um, I mean, I do think maybe you'd start uh, to like it more as it went on. I do think as some of the development happens, you'd like some stuff more. But the bottom line is we are faced with a series you might end up liking versus series that you are currently enjoying. So it obviously mm -hmm. would, you know, go for the, the, the latter, you know, group is obviously the preferable one. Plus since yeah. I've already read Chainsaw Man, I wouldn't be getting anything new out of it anyway. Uh, yeah. It um, was Spy Family. That's what I was thinking of. Oh. Because Spy Family, I haven't enjoyed this second season at all. Or, or is it even a second season or is it a second part? I don't know what second they call part, it. Second part, I think. It's a yeah. split season. Right. I have not enjoyed it so far after really, really liking the first part of it. So um, that's, that's kind of disappointing. But I'm holding out hope that it returns to its roots. And I... Here's the, something I wanted to say about Spy Family that I forgot to say. Like, if Anya's really psychic, then how come her abilities seem to be... Like, like it seems like sometimes she can use them and sometimes she doesn't. And, you know, like, if... if she really had psychic powers and she should have seen that uh, she was going to make Damien's thing be the uh, top rated 
art project because obviously because she can see the future. So no, no, no. She she can't see yeah. the future. She can read minds. The dog is the one with the ability to tell see the future. She could only see the future because she was reading the dog's mind. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you for explaining that to me. Okay. Um, so, so, okay, we, not Chainsaw, um, uh, man, maybe come back to it or maybe not. There's a lot of other, um, series and, you know, going with the ones you like rather than the ones you might like makes some more sense, especially because since you're more of an anime reader, like manga goes by much faster. Um, mm -hmm. so there's Blue Lock and there's a uh, Ruby Ice Queendom. The... Both of them, I think, are pretty decent. I think Ru Blue Lock's a little... I'm liking a little more. The main concern I have is the fact that what we've been watching is, again, all adapted from the original series, and after this, we go into ori original territory. Now that, admittedly, since it's, uh, you know, new stuff, maybe it would be better, or maybe it would be worse, but because it's no longer based on that... It gives me some like concerns. I did look because I was curious, and I did notice that the um, the score for this. Now, obviously, I always take my anime list scores with a grain of salt. Some stuff that I think was not great is super high rated, and some stuff I think was great is like astoundingly um, low in some cases. But I did notice this series is because I pulled it up on like via archives and stuff and saw that at the that the score did go down over the course of the season, which makes me think, oh, maybe it got worse or something. Whereas Blue Lock doesn't seem to have that like, you know, it uh, the season's not over, so maybe it'll get really bad. Um, But it does seem like it might be the safer thing because we would because it's all by the same like person. The manga, you know, it's not like a guy started and someone else took it over. It's all by them, which I think would probably give a higher consistent quality um, and stuff. Um, on the other hand, I do remember reading that uh, a critic. So, who's your uh, quick question? Who's your favorite of the characters in Ruby? Twice. Okay. A criticism I did hear of this season is that basically it's very, very Weiss-centric. Um, <laughs> like, uh, people say, I mean, it's basically just her and the others are along for the ride. On the other hand, that might actually be more interesting for you. <laughs> um, so there's that. Um, but again, I do wonder a little about it going into an original thing. I was honestly even considering the possibility, well, what if we just watch both? But mm -hmm. then I kind of started wondering about, well, you know, going into like up to five um, things. I mean, I guess you could always drop Jojo down to one, but I'm kind of enjoying watching two episodes per week of it. Um, and uh, on the other hand, Ruby Eyes Queendom is completely uh dubbed so we could i guess maybe uh speed through some stuff um like when tsunami's not uh, during the weeks where tsunami's not around and we've got like no tsunami this um upcoming week so yeah. um i don't know how if uh 
What are your thoughts on that? If you could just pick one based on some of the stuff I've been seeing, which would you be more interested in, or do you want to try to go with both? Um, I was thinking that if we choose one to watch together, Ruby makes more sense than Blue Lock, because Blue Lock is kind of a sports thing, and I don't know, you and I may not see it the same way because I look at everything through a sports lens and you know you're not really into sports so I was thinking that one might not entertain you as much oh no Blue Lock had been perfectly entertaining for me so far Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think like uh, this third episode if I were to rank them I think like I probably like it the most of the three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, it's up to you. What do you want to? Oh well, with? I wanted to leave it up to you as to what we <laughs> um, do. Do you? Let me just um think. I'm sorry to any listeners as we kind of awkwardly try to figure this out uh, live. Um, let me just double um check i kind of feel some um things i was gonna i was thinking of suggesting well we could watch we could like you know do it almost kind of elimination okay so chainsaw man's drop now let's watch one more episode of these and uh decide which to do except i know if we do that then we're just going to like kind of lock ourselves into watching them fully yeah just thinking about um because one of the reasons i wasn't so interested initially about trying both was the fact that um i might having that many series i'd want to get all that done with by the end of the um like before the end of the year because there's a newest season of anime i might want to be I'm not sure if I'm going to try my whole, I'll check everything else out. But if I do, then there's no way I can be like watching that many shows for this. Um, So uh, what did you say your preference was? Ruby. Okay. Just thinking about um, it. Do you, um, what do you think about the possibility of just doing them both? Is that like too much or? I'm up for it because I already kind of like both shows. So, um. Okay. I'm thinking of considering the fact that we don't have any Toonami this week. So we'd have extra slots anyway. And they always go off for a while towards the end of the year. Um, and we don't even know what they'll be doing at, for all we know, they'll just, they won't be adding anything like new until next year. We could, uh, this would mean that we could be, I'm just, I'm just suddenly thinking about if we do that, we would want to be going through some stuff more quickly. Um, the one that I'm more interested in is Blue Lock, but if you want to watch Ruby, we can def uh, we can try it. We can uh, do that or try both. Yeah, I think for now we should try both, and then 
at least for, like what what are we doing this week given that there's no tsunami I was think I was thinking maybe we could try to because we are a little behind the dubs on both of them we could try to like almost maybe even like double up on some of the stuff get through two episodes of Spy Family or maybe not or maybe go through these I guess we could always just um watch an episode of each and then just try to play it by ear maybe yeah that makes sense okay i i guess maybe we'll do that then uh just watch another episode of each and then next week we'll figure out if we're gonna keep going with that or if we're not yeah okay i'm sorry to any listeners who had to wait through all of our um (laughs) stuff there it's the problem. It's the problem of deciding to d- decide these things live. Okay, we've gotten that. Um, so we'll be having those for now, and then we'll see what uh, we do. Okay. Um, let me just think. Okay, so one episode of each of those. Okay. Anything else we might want to be doing? You don't want to, like, I guess, be trying for two episodes of each of them. That would be that would be even more than we watched this week. Forget that. Yeah, that would be probably too much this week. But if we go with two of Spy Family, two of JoJo, then yeah. Okay, we could and, he, he, and one each of the other two. So yeah. Oh, you do want to uh, be watching two Spy Family episodes then? Yeah. Uh, our let me. We are behind. Um, behind. Okay, so we'll do it like that, and then we'll figure something out. So sorry to everyone. You listened to all of that, and we still didn't decide which of the two we'd be um, going uh, for. All right. There. That's our lengthy stuff. There. I hope it. I don't. It probably wasn't worth it to go through that to get to the end. Sorry. All right. What ne- um next top three stuff yep top three time um yeah let's see uh and this is a tough one to choose would you um okay i'm gonna go with yasuhime in third place Ruby in second place and Blue Lock in first place. Okay. For me, I think, well, despite the fact they spent a lot of it criticizing it, I mean, it's JoJo, so it's based, so even a weaker episode is going to place decently. So, um, JoJo will be episode, will be third, Yashihime in second, and then, yeah, I, I think I liked Blue Lock the most. Mm-hmm. I feel it got me like the most interesting. Ooh, I really want to see what happens next of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. Although, I know we were talking about watching two episodes of. Yeah, never mind. We can we can just keep going. Um, with the what we're um doing for. Yeah, we'll go with that plan for now. Right. Sorry. I'm very indecisive. 
Okay, so that was our discussion on that stuff. I guess, all right, we're done with all the anime stuff. We can just talk about anything that happened on the on the Amazing Race. Yeah, pretty predictable. We knew which two were going to be behind, and we knew that with those other teams helping each other out, that Obviously, neither of them were, none of those teams were going to go because they're helping each other out. And I hate it. I, I know it's a strategy, but it, it's really unfair. And it, yeah, it, it really takes away from my enjoyment of the show whenever you've got these alliances of teams helping each other because it's not like survivor where survivor you form an alliance to help yourself you don't do it because you're trying to help out someone else you you do it so you can go farther in the game you get rid of your alliances you know a few episodes later you know you don't stay most of the time you don't stay with the same people for the lines the whole time now there have been some boring seasons where they have and um you know that's whenever they got called rob zombies because everyone was following whatever boston rob wanted them to do mm. and and they the the nickname the fans gave to them was rob zombies so uh <laughs> but most of the time, that's not the case, at least not anymore on Survivor. And so I do not like the alliance system on The Amazing Race. And I think it's kind of obvious who the final three are going to be at this point. And uh, I, I, I can pretty much guarantee which two are going to be either the winner or second place but um yeah it's it's been a bit of a predictable season this year and uh they they have have tried to edit things to build drama but it hasn't worked with me. So, um, yeah, th this season, uh, it's been pretty good, but there, there are some things I don't like about it. Last season, I think I was spoiled by last season because it was really good. I haven't really, I don't really have a problem with them working together this season. It's at least like nothing compared to how it was two seasons ago. And honestly, I saw so much dislike of how the Alliance stuff played out where literally a challenge was just, okay, let's, the, the one no one could figure out where they just decided, okay, we'll just, you know, try every combination. Uh, it was the one where you had to choose the flags and put them in an order. I can't remember the specifics, but where three of the teams who had the alliance, they just said, okay, we'll just manually brute force it by checking every single combination until we get it right. Right, and, I remember that. Yeah, and of course, when you got three people doing that, you'll get it done faster than the other um, one. 
uh, maybe that team, maybe they should have just, I don't think they were brute forcing it, but maybe they should have like kind of tried. Cause even if the other teams are doing it like three times as fast, you still might get a bit, you might get fortunate and have it before, you know, they do. Um, but, mm. but yeah, I saw a lot of people really dislike that. So I was a little surprised he didn't like a kind of make a ban on that sort of, um, thing going forward, but uh, I guess they didn't. Um, my issue is more, I just thought, I just kind of found a lot of the challenges not that interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's a lot of acting going on, too. You can tell that a lot of these people who are on the show are playing things up for the cameras and it's a little annoying because it's like they they find the camera and they make a pose right into the camera and it's like you know i know you want to become a reality star so if you're a reality star then you get invited to all the other reality shows (laughs) but um i it's just puts it off for me you know Hmm. yeah not that much else to really say about the episode other than that Mm -hmm. i don't know um but um yeah uh, i guess we'll see what happens next uh week then um did they say i i didn't actually get a watch the preview for next one did they have anything interesting in it or like the time where they had like the positive covid test which actually was interesting usually they just like show a few brief things and you like don't even have any contact they're like well that didn't tell me anything yeah that was kind of what this one was okay all right so i guess that's it for those we've got our other schedule stuff um planned um so we'll be just going yeah i guess we'll be holding on to both blue lock and ruby eyes queendom at least for now and uh doubling up on spy family although um yeah i i I was wondering if maybe for one of those it might make a little more sense to try to get through it faster because uh I was because there's a bunch more of Ruby available than the others, but then again, I don't really know which one we would want, especially because we haven't committed to them. So yeah, let's just stick with the Spy Family. Okay. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll. Um, yes, another. I guess one uh, facet of watching a bunch of shows is that it makes us, uh, you know, talk a lot longer, uh, for better or for worse. So, uh, everyone, we'll see you next week, and we'll try to spend a little less time, you know, um, figuring things out live. That's it? Yeah, that's the end. Oh, bye.